0: This is the
1: Video Jumpyard Podcast. A place that appeals to your deepest and darkest fantasies. It's a lion. It's a lion. It's a lion. The dead whose haunted
0: souls hunt the living. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all part of Bubblegum.
2: From this nightmare world emerges a fearsome half-man, half-eight, with the strength of twenty demons. It's
1: time. And welcome back to another episode of the Video Junkyard Podcast. I'm Joe Peterson. With me as always, my good friends and co-hosts, Eric Branson and Ryan Steiskolt. How's it going, guys?
0: You're way too excited It's going. tonight.
1: I can't oh. handle the energy. <laughs> oh, I am. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> I'm bringing it all. I mean, Fantastic, I'm it all. I got yeah, nothing to bring. This is...
0: <laughs> I got no energy today. Yeah,
1: well, it's it's been that kind of kind of week, I think already. So, I mean, yeah. I'm wearing my I'm I hate that, Monday uh, shirt, and
0: today's Tuesday. So, I mean, and it's Tuesday. Mm, That's yeah. right.
1: I apologize. You don't if, have
2: you don't have an I hate said day for every day of the week or anything like that so
0: no it's mainly because like it's just my grumpy cat shirt that i got at a thrift store like and it's one of the few (laughs) shirts that like still like fits me ever since like the minor expansion of the pandemic and (laughs) weight right i mean all my shirts fit me i just don't like when it's just like form fitting and i feel like kirk uh, I don't feel like I need to explain that one further. It's just like it's like I don't need the hug. It rubs against the nipples. No, I don't know. It's just it's just weird. I don't care for it. That was much longer than I needed to talk about. Fucking... No, I'm I, not I, in the I, mood. I... Did I not mention my energy today? Like, yeah, God, I, I hate think Monday not. Tuesdays.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think everybody's a
2: little low. Monday, energy. Tuesday, Wednesday, sometimes Thursday. <laughs> kind of Monday through Monday. Friday.
0: Yeah. I'm in loathe. Um, yeah. <laughs> just, I just hate existence. That's what it is. Today's just like I hate existence. Um,
1: Almost like you just want to like yeah. burn everything, right? Is this a segue? I feel like this This, this is, this is taste, totally a segue. This tastes <laughs> this like has a, segue. To be a segue. I was going to say, is that... <laughs>
0: that flaky yeah. buttery crust of a segue it's the giveaway
1: it is and so yeah. we'll just jump right into it uh <laughs> let's do it tonight we're going to be discussing uh, a film that i just recently learned existed and so we got it on the schedule right away um so it's uh but definitely fits the theme of the podcast and this is the yeah, 2000 yeah. year 2000 horror film the convent <laughs>
0: They say that Father Ryan and the nuns still haunt this
2: building. They had one mission. All right, kids. We got some paint to do. Do you think devil worshippers really live here? They had one night to pull it off. Think we can get up to the bell tower? But now...
1: Some of them may be dead. kids <laughs> have any idea what you've done. They've got two chances for survival. let go. Slim. not afraid. <laughs> and nuns. We got some demons to
2: kill. The Convent. Look for it on DVD
1: and video. So, um, directed by Mike Mendez, who, uh, if you've ever seen. Films like uh, *The Grave Dancers*, *Don't Kill It*, or *Big Ass Spider*—same guy. Um, yeah, give you a. Sorry, I
0: pictured the big ass spider and I didn't know quite how to figure out the proportions. Is it just a big spider? Or is it a spider with a big ass?
1: You know, looking at the poster, yeah. it does have You'll quite, have quite to... a large thorax. So, um, or. You'll have to tune in to find out. Oh, just a song. I'm trying <laughs> dunk, to remember exactly dunk, what it's for a, dunk, a dunk. Give you a brief synopsis. A group of college students break into an abandoned convent and become possessed by demonic spirits.
0: Yeah, it's pretty mm-hmm.
1: simple.
2: Yeah, that pretty much does it. That's it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> because
2: we don't get a whole lot more on any of these characters or goings on. I guess there's 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 a little flashback that gives us the history of the yeah. convent at one point in the movie. But
1: Well, and you know, this. So. It's this is a low budget horror film, but apparently it did have like a, a wide release, right? Eventually, um, it eventually. did.
2: Yeah, initially it got it got shelved because the distributor went out of business or something. Right in the when this was, they picked up the movie, then went out of business. So once they own distribution rights, I guess it gets tied up in legal whatever when something goes bankrupt. And yeah, it was put on a shelf for a few years after it was made, and and by a few years, I think it only two or three. I think it was eventually released. Yeah. 2002
1: or three but yeah yeah so th- this is one where uh it's available on shutter and also on pluto tv um where we were my wife and i were surfing around shutter actually she was it's and started watching it and then stopped it and when i came downstairs she was like we we have to see this together the opening five minutes will sell you <laughs> 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 if even five minutes uh, yeah
2: it um yeah, it's streaming on pretty much everything that is streaming. Honestly, it was on. Uh, I watched it on AMC Plus because I we have a account or a premium account on there, so you could have watched the that first thing any it was like better streaming service. So. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, if you have a, if you have that was the only one I had that yeah. was was commercial free. Yeah, yeah. So I, watched I just it
0: I just had like this but... trying to watch Doctor Who on AMC Plus and just like this mm, it is yeah. not the user interface is just. It. I and it has it. not
2: gotten any better yet. So yeah.
0: yeah. But, so there's. But a yeah, score. so it's
2: it's out there. If any if anyone's looking for it, it's pretty yeah. much everywhere. Which Tubi is funny, as well, given how it
0: like went two. You just told a story how to, for two years it took for it to finally be on DVD, and now it's just like you can find this shit yeah. in the bottom of your shoe. Yeah. Like, right. Oh look, it's streaming.
1: <laughs> and it's and that's appropriate. I mean, this is not something you would think would be very exclusive. It's not. Yeah. The biggest budget film this had its like grand premiere at
2: the sundance film festival like at an evening screening at sundance which is interesting
1: because not the usual type of fare i associate with with sundance but so the the style (laughs) of this one which uh, kind of leads me into that is this reminds me of horror films that were being churned out maybe 10 years earlier
0: like late you 80s know. early yep. 90s like the yes. film is that that level of grain i thought it was intentional and then i realized I, like oh it was just an incredibly low budget it was filmed uh, in like so what, that's, 18 days but that's
1: but that's the thing i noticed about this movie is the question of is it intentional there's moments where you know you know so you got movies that are so bad they're good this one is one of those but there's scenes where i can't tell if that's intentionally supposed to be bad or not
0: yeah. But it's yeah, still, I would it say, still
1: matches that so bad it's good. I, it's I, I would
0: say it definitely puts me on the balance where I still at this very moment don't mm-hmm. know how I feel about this movie. Yeah, Because the, I can't tell.
2: You can't pin it. I feel like it's both probably it is it's very much intentional because this this draws from a lot of 80s horror films specifically from the evil dead movies the demon uh demons like uh the laverna bapa movie yeah and it's like a it's like the clerk's version of of
0: a evil dead night (laughs) of the demons type situation yeah
2: Yeah. so i think it'd be foolish to say none of it's intentional but then i certainly think there's some stuff here that is just the woes of a very low budget film you know so it's right uh,
1: yeah that's, and I and I almost feel like this is the last of those because I mean I guess if you think about it they were all throughout the late 90s they were making these kind of things too maybe not as much but this ten years for a, a thematic style for you know a subgenre like in horror for example isn't that long you know like no. think about how long we had the 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 kind of the the Matrix camera trick thing <laughs> in movies yeah. that was for well over a decade we kept seeing that pop up. So this style—it almost feels like this is the last, because I haven't seen anything quite like this since. I mean, it this this feels like among the last of this kind of style of horror film—the the whole like demons, Evil Dead type thing. Yeah,
2: it definitely feels like it's out of a different era. Like it's like you said, ten years too late for when that was like the the big thing. Um in the 80s i think this this kind of demon demon possession movie kind of replaced for a short period of time the slasher film but they didn't really replace like the regular cast of characters in any of them Mm -hmm. like demons is like that night of the demons is definitely like that uh which those are both amusing movies but they're generally about a group of teenagers That find themselves in a you know a situation a group of unlikable teenagers Uh um, so that that's very much what this movie goes with and it's it's totally comfortable being that it it knows what it's doing that part i think is very self-aware
0: but yeah i mean the characters are the most generic of the generic like i swear to god like if it's like the if you looked at uh spirit uh like the spirit (laughs) fucking costume stores and you looked at all the generic costumes if they had personalities that's that's it here. Like That's There is yeah, technically a heroine, yeah. but is there?
1: Yeah, that's actually one of I my notes think, yeah, was, like, there's the a main character like it was in this made, made yeah. from a spirit Halloween headquarters or something, <laughs> you know, and a lot of yeah. black light paint, a lot of black light paint. So much. Yes. Um, the black
2: light paint is actually one of the things it has going for it cuz the special that's effects same when that's for not me. happening is yeah. like yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's the one thing that kind of makes it stand out and is kind of a unique
0: oh. Almost, a choice that almost works in in parts so yeah. well i wouldn't say the it, the, it, the makeup artist who was able to do the cracks because here's the thing anyone who's ever done cracks you know right away you've overdone a crack it's like mm-hmm. something looks wrong this looks like yeah. a broken mu- mosaic i would say this person's probably at like competent beaten minus level <laughs> like just just enough where i was just like i'm not yeah. bothered by this <coughs> glowy vineness that's coming out of yeah these demons
1: it's 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 pretty, the makeup in this is pretty ridiculous. Um, but you can tell everybody's yeah. having a lot of fun making this this film. But I just to touch on the the style thing one more time. This is specifically how this is the you know like uh, teens of some age or early twenty somethings go to supposedly haunted place and bad yeah. things happen. That is that was done so many times. Um, College throughout and especially college stuff, 80s and 90s yeah and yeah this really feels like the last one but that you don't get that right away though it starts out so different <laughs> and it's the opening that I just yes. I oh I the f-
0: the f- opener yeah catchy the opening opening
1: yep. of this is you've got that classic doo-wop song you don't own me playing um i forgot to google who sang that um and it's this woman walking into a convent <laughs> and she's got a leather jacket on she's smoking a cigarette i particularly love her chugging the jack daniels bottle without removing the cigarette yeah <laughs> she it looks walks like that was fresh, actually the very moment opened
2: jack yeah. daniels yeah. too yeah. that
0: she just sips and then throws behind De- her wasting the yeah. entire fucking bottle
2: <laughs> that is actually the very moment where i i, I feel like i got what the tone of this movie was going to be and it kind of like you know stuck with that so yes yes um, um and you don't know me by the way is uh, leslie gore originally leslie i don't gore. think they used the leslie gore um version of the song but it is certainly that song yeah. that she made popular so
1: so walks into the church they're they're doing communion it's just some nuns and the priest and she proceeds to pull out oh she walks in with a duffel bag and a, a can of gasoline <laughs> She pulls out a baseball bat and just starts beating the shit out of nuns. Just one right after the other. And then she lights them on fire and then shoots them all with a shotgun. And that's how the movie opens. And it's yep. brilliant. And it's
0: all downhill from here. <laughs> it does not live up to the hype or level of excitement again. Minus is in a few moments, but...
2: Yeah. <laughs> so towards the end it picks back up there is definitely a pretty long section of build up in this movie where honestly they can't kill the characters fast enough because they're that obnoxious um, and this movie is only like a, an hour
0: and 20 minutes
2: yeah so, it's... Yeah. so they're um, a group of college students but it kind of centers around a fraternity there's three members of this fraternity and a, and a pledge um a guy, a guy who's pledging his sister, who's dating one
0: of the oh, dudes. Oh, the, the and, pledge um, for any of people who grew up on YouTube and my, the younger half of my generation is played by Liam Kyle uh, Sullivan, who is best known mm-hmm. for shoes. That oh my uh, god, right. is that him? Yeah, yep. Or uh-huh. or or my I knew, fiance's I recognized favorite her somewhere. muffins. Yep. Grandma's muffins is her favorite. Um, for the life of me i'm like i know him from somewhere and when i looked it up i had more more of a good time looking up who was actually in this movie (laughs) going like holy shit yeah (laughs) that was the big one for me sorry eric yeah please continue
1: that's awesome i did not realize that i neither Um, did i I looked it up (laughs) and he's
2: yeah so i mean you got to get these stereotypical like frat guys um hazing the nerdy
1: virgin guy that's
2: trying to pledge and yeah. be in their flat yeah virgin yeah because that's going to come into play like it always does in these demon movies um
0: so fuck this and just yeah they're, they're going to go up
2: to the old haunted convent that you know was the site of these grisly murders that we saw in the prologue uh first they stop by at the, the house of the woman who supposedly committed the crimes which they never really touch on why she's not like you know in jail or something they say she's in an uh,
0: institute but she's clearly just staying at an apartment like yeah she's just yeah, living she's in, it, like in a she's house, house like a creepy old
2: yeah, yeah. um but yeah they, they yell some some stuff at her and the light comes on in the window and they you know drive off but there's this character played by richard trapp in the movie called uh, named frijole which um is most like has to be a candidate for one of the most obnoxious characters and, like, oddest performances by an actor in, in, a, in a horror film that I've seen in a long time. It's this like he was trying like to take, like, two different... Like, um, yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, like, I'm sitting there, like, saying, like, seriously, let's get to killing
0: these people off because I want this guy out of here. Like, just, he's, like, three different stereotypes in one, isn't he? Like, he's, he mm-hmm. There it looks like they were trying to throw a few... With this guy, because he's also he's stoner, but he's also slime ball. Uh-huh. God, I feel like yep. there's another one in there somewhere, but I'm too lazy, and so were they with this.
2: Yeah, he <laughs> no redeemable uh,
0: quality at all with any of these people. He also much. gets
2: like more screen time than anyone other than um, the the main girl. I forget, uh, Carissa. So mm-hmm. yeah.
0: Not f- not for just... long,
2: but still longer. Yeah, too yeah. long for. Yeah. Too the long for. The only good it, thing yeah. that that Frijole does for this movie is uh, give us the um, um, the dog Bruiser. His dog comes along with them on the uh, uh, on the excursion. Um, happens to is be it, a Boston it Terrier, it which I'm partial or to, but also yeah.
1: I thought it was Bruiser, but it could be Boozer. I don't know. Both I heard Boozer i knew you'd like this right away when when i saw the boston <laughs> yeah and and he's uh, a total like little dick boston too
2: yeah <laughs> yeah which i'm you know i'm living that right now so That's, uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> um but yeah so yeah i i do think that there's a a little dip in um the prologue is very very good the setup is fine i don't remember when exactly we get the flashback but that stuff's all amusing but there's this kind of like overly long let's get the kids to this you know the, these college students to the place and they're just you know doing their thing and mostly it's just obnoxious
0: and uh there's a couple of funny moments here and there um Well, it's it's (laughs) always that weird concept of, like, hey, let's hook up in, like, an abandoned fucking, like, haunted thing. All I could think of was, like, I'm sorry, tetanus. Right off the bat. Fuck demons or ghosts or anything. Just tetanus, rats, anything. Like.
2: We we talked about that a little bit when we we watched Willy's Wonderland. But at least that movie, like, had a wink-wink kind of thing about it. Like, it knew that it was, you know and this movie i'm sure did too it's just that's that's what they did this this 80s movie thing that their uh, vibe they're going for i mean that's well, and, definitely and, uh, yeah
1: i do feel like all of that was like how cookie cutter this is it's felt very self-aware i mean even in the cast you know we've got the the three big names you've got the adult christine's adrian Bar- barbara Mm-hmm. you know yep. like she's the big and she's not even in it much but she's the big kind of reveal um yeah and then there's two great cameos she kind of
2: saves this this movie in the end
1: well the the end of the movie saves it in a lot of ways but yeah that's but cool. the uh you got two cameos with coolio and bill mosley as the two police officers <laughs> who are just cops. totally enjoying everything they're doing <laughs> this is
0: these two i forgot cops. entirely yeah. about that I don't know how I forgot that Coolio <laughs> was in this movie. I watched this movie today. It, talk oh, about yeah, <laughs> forgot yeah. about Coolio. But you know, it's like talk by, about like an having... odd couple. It was uh... yeah. yeah. <laughs> but by
1: having people like that in this, in the characters that they are, even Ad- Adrian in this is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, there's nothing about this movie that takes itself seriously. It feels like no. like there's scenes where they're not trying to ham it up, and it still feels hammed up um that's i think what i was trying to say at the beginning about like how intentional is a lot of this i think even the parts where it's they're they're never trying to be serious i mean oh agreed yeah know. there's so they know they're
2: not making a yeah a serious uh horror film here it's no. it's it's very much an homage to a very specific type of 80s movie and yeah and, and they they nail it and at the same time th- they're playing <laughs> they're, they're paying homage this. to it they're paying homage to it and they're parodying. Parody, yeah, I yeah. can't even say it. parodying, yeah. Um, parody, yeah, at the well, same fuck time. Fucking So a lot of that, like, like, over the topness of it, including how obnoxious the, the frat guys are. Yeah. You know, I feel like a lot of that's intentional. And then there's a little bit of, like, you know, poor acting and stuff that probably isn't intentional, Ooh, right. but, you know, it's just kind of a byproduct of it being a, a cheapy movie. But, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I no, totally
0: I think... read this as, like, dude liked a few movies like i'm just gonna do my own exactly oh, <laughs> whether really? or not it's an homage or i, I or think like a attentional like jokes it's just like I'm just i'll am just be do honest it, which is fine
1: I, I yeah i can see how you you think that i i just feel like with, <laughs> with by having adrian barbeau by having yeah. Julio, bill mosley especially these are like some yeah. horror icons and cameos and their characters are so just stupid and just <laughs> jokes they're all just a big joke that's what really kind of made me go oh okay this movie is self-aware it's it is kind of doing a parody it's just a weird case where it's a parody that's not as blatant because it's like wow you're doing so well at doing homages to these shitty movies you're making a shitty movie (laughs) but i but i i get it it's it's not as um over the top as something like you know cannibal the musical but it's it's i feel like it's akin to that with how you know that's kind of a send up of oklahoma i think this you isn't... are high on some fumes <laughs> no i'm just saying like it i've know, seen enough of these movies that were intentionally trying to tell this pretty much same story and they take and, themselves way more seriously than this. I mean, you've got you when when the when the characters get possessed by these demons, they start doing like rave dances. <laughs> it's just like yeah, it's, know, when it's when they start the glowing with black white paint and like, like all this sped yeah. up too. But there really was like yeah, a they weird like weird dance part. At but one they point. were they're literally doing the techno music and. You know, you've got one with a flashlight shoved in her mouth, and so she's moving around and it's producing <laughs> lights. And so, you know, so yeah, that I feel like all of that was very intentional. I think the weird thing is that the opening of it is so just what the fuck in your face. Yeah. But it's such a different style than the rest of the movie, it, it's kind of confusing.
2: I think, uh, pr- proof that, you know, there is a wink-wink to pretty much everything, or at least in a, the, everything they're attempting here, it doesn't mean they were successful at everything, is in, um, the characterization of the goth kids, or the Satanists, that the Satanists. are in, uh, in this movie. Oh um, my god. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you work uh, at, like, dairy, what did they call <laughs> Dairy cream? That's what they call <laughs> yeah. dairy Queen. Dairy cream in the yeah. mall, or whatever, yeah. Um which i found those characters once those characters are introduced i started to get back Like that was my I, I don't know i mean maybe i just was wrapping my head around what they were doing a little more but i i found them to be much more funny than the uh than the college kids were and a better like send up of a certain type of
0: um character but yeah they they were really funny um i'm surprised it didn't double down further like i was starting to get that i was starting to enjoy that moment because he has such like the lead cultist who refers to himself as like essentially the i don't want to say he calls himself the antichrist which is weird because this movie does have an antichrist in it but Mm. like the son of satan essentially because he says like my father you know but he has (laughs) this just the weirdest fucking accent and like like you it's like okay (laughs) this is a little bit joke thing they they're gonna stab the goth girl which by the way the first victim being the goth girl i thought was offensive if i get anything if anything, this is the <laughs> that character that should have fucking survived but they wanted to go yeah. down whatever they were going down um but then she like says like you fucking serve ice cream at like dairy cream and everyone's just staring like his cult his three other cultists just stare at him <laughs> Just like, what? And he's like, oh, fucking stab the bitch. You know, it's just one of those. <laughs> it's, I'm like, okay, so we're going to keep fluffing this up and keep going for that, right? And then not as much as I expected it to. So that's where I was just like, <sighs> that's where I kind of question like the intentionality. I see moments like you're po- like, you guys are pointing out like, okay, it knows what it's doing, but it doesn't keep carrying those moments or improve upon them. It just kind of just lets it fall. In a lot of moments, that's where I was just like, eh, I don't think this person knew exactly what they were doing. It feels like uh oh, sure Abrams situa- Yeah, I, I feel I, like I it was J.J. A- Abrams situation where, like, you had a good idea, but you did not know how to stick a landing through the rest of the way for for an hour long movie.
1: Yeah, I think. Um, yeah, it definitely doesn't stick the landing on every gag. Like, a lot they, of they gags. really do try to <laughs> cram a lot yeah. of comedy into this, and, and a lot of it is. Just stupid, but when it lands, it 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 lands better than you expect it to. After all, flashlight demon misses. in the mouth
0: thing did get a good chuckle out of yeah. me. Like I'm like, yep, yeah. that one's there is good. A, that one's good.
2: The slapstick or splatterstick stuff in in towards the end of it, when the demons really start taking over, is all pretty good. Like all pretty funny stuff. Um, yeah, I think I think the low point for me is actually just post credits, like getting into the story uh, with. You know the frat guys and this this whole the the group of people that are our characters that I cared nothing about and they're just actually kind of annoying, uh, worse so than even the movies it's trying to emulate. I feel like so, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, it definitely pulls me back in. The Satanists help like that; they they bring some humor into it. Then we get a little a nice little big backstory about the convent and kind of figure out what the whole what the whole prologue we saw was about and. Then by the time we get Adrian Barbeau and like Old Christine drug in and you know leather jacket and shotgun um, We I, already I, skipped I right un- away un- to totally like un- the third act point, so. but, but I think you're going yeah, on yeah, the that same I, time I think...
0: that's exactly how the movie fucking jumped in the There's second not, act is yeah, non-existent yeah. It's essentially the second act, the second is, act is the Scooby-Doo chase scene if this chase scene ended with the kids actually being caught and mangled <laughs>
1: Yeah it's, <laughs> that's, it's yeah. the what second act pretty much follows every single you know college kids in a demon possessed building trip every one of yeah. them um, someone got their and, and again, dick someone got their yeah they try to throw in a lot, of, a lot of a lot of gags and some work and some don't but um
0: could have gone without you know. the fucking I, uh, face tearing i won't lie about that one
1: felt that <laughs> yeah, that was a instantly much. but then notice that, how they have that me, character yeah. walking around the rest of the time making cartoon noises yeah <laughs> yeah didn't take away from um, the action
0: it's in my head now like no <laughs> i can't that noise that shit i don't like skit flesh being uh, torn it's just it's just like yeah. i feel
1: it i feel it the, it's yeah. in my head and it sticks with me the the satanists that are in there trying to actually do a sacrifice just i i cracked up at that because it reminded me so much of the saturday night live skit goth talk
2: goth talk yep
1: with molly shannon <laughs> and chris it too.
2: it's just the yep the, especially the the put on accents and the like yeah
1: well even <laughs> yeah. that line too that you mentioned before where it's like you know somebody you know talking about like they work at whatever you know, work at the ice cream. Dairy there's cor- a line, cream. Dairy cream, yeah, there's a line <laughs> dairy from, the, cream. from Goth Talk where they're talking about somebody they describe as Gordy is a creature of the night, and they're like, no, Gordy is a 32-year-old Eagle Scout who rides a Huffy. Yeah, it's like the <laughs> same, same joke, and it worked there, and it works here. <laughs> so. Yeah. Didn't Goth Talk have a
2: wasn't one of the main Goth Talk hosts like always getting teased because they worked at the Orange Julius yeah. at the mall? It's pretty much the same Orange joke. Julius. Like I think yes. they, now that you mentioned it, uh, unfortunately <laughs> they might have just stolen that from Saturday Night Live. But i oh, I'm right, sure so yeah. I was <laughs> gonna say I think this just stripped
0: a little bit more originality from this movie. Yeah. Oh, no. there's
2: not any. There's not
1: a whole lot of that in this movie at all. So that's uh, no, no, no. And <laughs> it wasn't you... there in the first place? But you can tell that Mike Mendez had a lot of fun making films when he was younger like backyard movies like a lot of us did you know like Mm -hmm. you can tell he did a lot of that kind of stuff probably very low budget you know slap stuff together kind of a thing um and there isn't much deeper thought going in he just does it this is a, (laughs) a big parody homage that you know is hit or miss on it but um yeah the, the whole so, backstory is kind of interesting though like that it's it's in a comical way because it's ridiculous but it's mm. interesting um, where Christine oh you mean how the, the nuns
0: get taken over and everyone just possessed. stares at them and they're <laughs> yes. like okay we're just gonna carry <laughs> yes. on with our fucking school day like they yeah. look like shit but they just carry on like oh this is fine <laughs> I feel like there's yeah. a conservative out there watching this movie like, ah, yeah, the good old days. Back when kids were, it was like, you know, cast out of iron or some shit in the 60s. <laughs> but
1: It was like, Christine tells you know, Adrian Barbeau's character that, yeah, she attacked all those nuns, but it was because they were possessed, and she had just started that school. They took her in because she was a runaway, and she was eight months pregnant, and all the nuns got possessed, and then they tried to take her baby to create the Antichrist, and that's why she...
2: But they got like really slowly possessed. Like, yeah, they were like walking around while classes were still going on and stuff. And um, like the like the background image you have there, that nun enters the classroom and writes "Hail, Hail Satan", Satan on, on the board, the,
0: which is the <laughs> biggest the fucking the clue board. that like maybe they kind of turn around and like right.
2: hisses at everybody.
1: Like, yeah. So. Well, and I, I think love at that, that point that, they, they go, ah, like, that man, montage weird. cracks me up because it's like the nuns are, are beating, you know, the, the girls hands with rulers and then spanking them. And then they start coming in with like three inch nail studded paddles and like these yeah. serious deadly torture devices. And as Adrian Bardot telling the story, then she goes, but even after all that, nothing could have prepared me for what happened next. I'm like, Really? That that didn't make you go, holy shit, this is just fucking insane, anything's possible.
2: Yeah. I was, I was just saying it like, you. I think I'll hang out another couple days and just see how things play out here, you know.
0: Well, even like you said, where they sl- the nuns were slowly being possessed, like w- literally one by one, which mm-hmm. no one's just like, hmm. Either could be a plague or some kind of demonic possession. I mean, we are Catholic nuns, and this right. seems to be our yeah, fucking the, bag.
2: Pretty much the only group of people that believe in literal demonic possession, but you know,
0: no, yeah. no, like maybe something suspicious
2: <laughs> or not. Nope. We're just gonna keep Let carrying go. on. Yeah, it's just, like, okay. Sister Mary over there looks like she didn't put on her her concealer cream this morning or something. I don't know what's going on. With... <laughs> some shit. She's like hiss- every time I flip off the light, she just has glows. glowing eyes, but.
1: Yeah. So the the demons then try to use all these college students to find one of them, you know, that's a virgin so they can now they can use that to bring forth the Antichrist, I guess. Yeah, they didn't need um,
2: a pregnancy this time no. apparently, so. You just, just needed a
1: virgin. a virgin and it was a Wait, Catholic like school, the nuns okay, didn't all work right. the first anyway. You just use are you saying knife? this
0: movie lacks consistency?
1: <laughs> yes, <laughs> and it, it, yeah, but it.
0: Didn't God happen. forbid! No, <laughs>
1: um.
0: no way!
1: <laughs> but then you get the two guys that are captured. It's um, was it Saul? And who else? Because Saul is one of the, the Boy. goth guys.
2: Oh yeah, Saul There's and the uh, yeah, shoes
1: Saul.
0: shoes guy. Yeah,
1: and they get tied oh, up together. Th-
0: no, no. Saul wasn't tied up. That was Dicky Boy. Saul was the cultist. Okay. The lead cultist, the one with the worked at Dairy Cream. Because there's this weird right. little subplot where they're like, "Let's chase this one virgin, who's the brother of the quote-unquote main." Oh, you're right. Um, yep. Yeah. And there's I just like maybe if name we is kill Dickie him. Boy. Yeah. Which yeah. Yeah. The gay, the one homosexual character it, named Dickie Boy. Very...
2: Very problematic. Well, and yeah, and he's also like, uh ex- becomes extremely rapey and weird at one point, and yeah. becomes a villainous, uh, well, and not, then becomes the just an- that helps facilitate becoming the Antichrist. So
0: not only yeah. that, it's, like, it's problematic
2: what, in a couple ways there. But
0: what's the name of Mike Mendez? Told everyone Brent? to stop
2: overthinking it when it was brought up. But that's yeah, Brant Brant's it, the it's hard not brother. to notice that.
0: Brant is the virgin
2: played by, yeah,
0: the the... shoes. Uh, Kelly, I guess, is the good way. Um, Anyways, yeah, Brant, part of this three-way side B plot where he's being tricked and like, yeah, we're going to meet these girls, but they're actually going to sacrifice him because they think, like, maybe that will reverse the demons coming. What? Okay. You're terrible at this. But, yeah, going forward to, like, so, yeah, Brant... And Dickie boy are on the table and Dickie boy comes up with an actual legit solution of sorts. It is debunked in, right away in that mo- notion. Like, no, we're both virgins. Why don't we bus- both have sex with each other? Then we're not virgins. Well, then they're just kill us. All right. Well, I'm still not opposed to it. But this guy is just like, I'd rather take my chances with the demon. It's just like, that's some weird <laughs> yeah, homophobia like, yep. too.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's, there's that scene. I don't want to say it cancels itself out because it doesn't but it's like wow i both of you are just terrible yeah <laughs> you now yeah, you can both go yeah, um, <laughs> like
2: dicky boy puts out a little bit too much pressure and then uh brandt well, yeah. is um s- you know super ho- uh, straight up homophobic about you know the entire situation so um yeah God. it was just kind of a terrible <laughs> scene all the way around but yeah. It just and it's great.
1: definitely done for like comedic effect with him hopping around as he's all tied up yeah yeah it's really um just a bizarre scene but it's Al dated but for, remember this was, was made in
2: 2000 and we've looked at some movies from around then mm-hmm. and, and there certainly is a lot of dated humor especially when it comes to homophobic jokes and, and oh such, yeah uh you yeah. know and yeah. a lot of the movies around then so this was that i don't think it's especially cruel or out of place in in context but yeah, Again, it's like the creator is just mimicking what he sees. Eh.
0: Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, well, this is everywhere um, that I see. What's the big point? Yeah, what's the big deal? Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's <laughs> and an I American pie you know, type joke. Yeah.
0: Right.
2: And I think, yeah, you may maybe to to Mike Mendez's credit, maybe you are if you're like really offended by it, maybe you are overthinking it a little bit, but it's also hard in modern context not to see it. <laughs> so <laughs> Right. You know. Yeah. Um, um I will say Dickie Boy also is played g-
0: by okay <laughs> sorry no. yeah go ahead i was gonna say i i did say dickie boy's uh uh actress is kelly Mantle, who uh mm-hmm. is a more gender fluid drag queen was in paul rupag's drag race this was the other thing that i was like when i like i said when i was looking down like for stuff to look for at this movie like the cast members one being of course these two characters the actor who played Brett and mm-hmm. the actress who actually played dicky boy and find out these very fascinating fucking things i'm like this is more yeah, interesting yeah. than what, everything else they're both
2: they're both like celebrities in different realms of so, you know, right like viral video uh, and reality tv yeah
0: that's what i thought you're so probably both like, more
2: f- famous and, than this film
0: is so yeah that's yeah that's what i thought was interesting like huh there's some two people really got something out of this. And, and I suppose maybe not because of this, but this was definitely one of their yeah. stepping stepping stones. And they both shared the scene together that they did, which was, um, I just thought it was a, it's just a small, weird, funny thing to me. That's mm-hmm. all. <laughs> Carry yeah, on. We didn't
2: do our normal, like, uh, history with this movie, but I think, you know, Joe said that he just discovered it, but yeah, this was a brand new. Um, I, I don't think I'd ever even heard of this one before you brought it up. So, yeah. Um, I
1: know I haven't. Well, like I said, yeah, I, had I hadn't t- even heard it up in, heard of it until about maybe three weeks ago. Um, right. At least I don't remember it coming out. I may have noticed yeah. it and then, but I, it wasn't enough for me to, you know, go go check it out. Um, it was probably something I passed by at the video store. Um, but uh, yeah, this is I don't know. Overall, I I thought it was fun just because it it really did kind of toe all that line between. I'm going to do an homage to a movie. Let's still pretty much just make that movie. <laughs> um, yeah. Or series of or types of
2: movies. It, it skates the line between homage and, and imitation. Um, but it skates it well enough that it's, you know, it's it's watchably fun. Um, it's also kind of stupid and inept in points, too. So, like, don't, don't get me wrong that it's some, like, really, you know, fantastic movie or anything. Even, even... <laughs> It even falls shy of its predecessors, the ones it's based on. Like, it's not as good as right. *Night of the Demons*. It's not as good as *Demons*. It's not as good as even the *Evil Dead* films. But it's certainly got its moments. It's, uh, you yeah, it's, um,
0: it's de- definitely it's, an Icarus
1: situation. Yeah, I yeah. <laughs> That's how I would work this. A bit, I think if they dialed some aspects back a bit, or lost some of the jokes that clearly didn't land. Um, which of course some of that might be you know, subjective but um, yeah, I, I have the opposite feeling I feel like they could have
0: actually pushed a little bit further in that department I think actually try a little bit more to be more of the parody o- homage uh, realm so like increase uh,
1: the slapstick a bit and...
0: yeah I that's what because that's the thing that's for me that's what works with the Evil Dead because he didn't just uh, the creator didn't say just say Evil Dead but Evil Dead 2 is specifically what he's trying to do. Yes. And I'm just like... Well, that is such
1: a different film than Evil Dead. I mean, Evil Dead was an attempt at... Pretty close attempt at making, like, a legit horror film, but it was one of those so bad it's good. And then Hmm. Raimi went back and said, oh, well, I'll just do more of that if you like that Three Stooges shit. And Evil Dead 2 is a masterpiece. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying is it's like... Could have actually read more
0: in that... Like, that homage. Like, if you're trying to do a homage to this type of fucking thing, like, see the level that it goes Mm -hmm. into, and, like, this could have easily been done with this movie. With the fucking, like, half-million-budget 18-fucking-day thing. This should have happened. Um, that's where I'm just like, I don't think the guy who made this was even that deep. That's where I'm just like, eh, No. I think he was just trying to make what he wanted to make. Again, which is fine. But like Eric was saying, this really skates on a line. It's like, it's you feel what it's trying to emulate mm-hmm. but that's about it it's not it doesn't really introduce more to it but there are some gags in it that are i chuckled there's, i enjoy some
2: stuff in yeah. the and
0: it's really the third act that sells me the beginning yeah. that
2: it obviously that beginning, pulls you in um but the third act lines. sells me on it um just because there's some unique choices made. we talked about the black light paint kind of glowing demon Which is creatures cool. like yeah i really like liked, red... i really liked that i like the kind of even though it's a cheapy special effect you know in-camera special effect with the the double cranked like sped up kind of movement they all had and stuff it um i don't know it was fun and actually kind of funny just the way they moved around and it was and interacted yeah. with the other characters and um it was totally different from anything you saw like in the convent flashback or anything so it was it 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 was a surprise like a pleasant surprise like oh this thing cranked up to a whole different level then you get adrian barbeau being kind of like the oh you my know, God. badass uh yeah um biker chick version of christine from the beginning of the movie and um she becomes kind of mama bear to the uh our our actual final girl from the you know our first part of the movie and it just becomes this whole different movie all of a sudden and it's like this is what i wanted to be watching this whole time i like this that's
0: that's the point i was was trying to make with that exactly it's just like oh there's parts that are good keep going with those types of things and then it doesn't and that's where well fuck you could have (laughs) but because you they have these elements that's where the line skates um speaking of Badass fucking action star, uh, adult Christine. What the fuck? Like, the weird moment where she wraps the belt around both of them. (laughs) Yes. And like, what are you doing? Just shut up. And then just (laughs) rotates and they're shooting. No explanation. I I know you can get right away what's going on. But that there was like no community What what was the strategic advantage? And I'm like, you didn't have to actually like fasten one another. In fact, that fucking inhibits you if something bad yeah, happens. Yeah, it
1: was like <laughs> it. You could tell that they're they're writing this, going, okay, we need like a cool, standout action scene. Yeah, and I don't think they could this come up with it, a cool it's one. It's the so Matrix standout like the one.
0: Of- <laughs> We gotta show that she 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 she's a like quick thinking, you know, uh, on the spot. Okay.
2: Their action scene needed a gimmick. Like, what was their gimmick? You know, we talked about the Matrix thing. Like, I, like Joe was saying, you know, the uh, bullet time stuff. Like, it needed its uh so, time. So yeah, we Thank got.
0: Yeah. I'm just picturing being like a tiny teenager being <laughs> well, strapped to this person's back and just randomly thrown. What if she had a shot lined up, but then like fucking the Chris, Dull christine's just like now nah, i gotta rotate now and you're like oh okay well i fucking missed my shot but thank you i don't know what the point of this was yeah um, actually it's... be a great
2: gag like the person on the back just keeps getting like dr- like drug out like, like just shooting the wrong over. yeah, the yeah. Wrong and, way. and because you're... we
1: bring it up in every single episode of this podcast it, it was almost reminiscent of like in star wars when the first time luke gets into the gunner seat of the millennium falcon you know, and it's like <laughs> yeah. he and Han working together, right? It was like that, but in great a, kid, in a, don't get cocky. In in yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It was a similar kind of kind of move, but not nearly as good because it didn't make any sense. Yeah, but yeah, it's probably it I was it do, was fun. Yeah. Like, what do we need here? Well, what does she have? She's got a belt. All right. Well, how about we have them strap themselves together for I don't know reasons. Um, but yeah, it didn't really. But what else was she going <laughs> to do? Like jump off the wall or something? Yeah
0: and it does they uh, you strap you guys themselves to, like back to back with a belt you see how quick you fucking rotate without fucking any kind of coordination it's like we only strictly turn left my left or your left i should be the same left no i oh.
1: well then you like, got plus i mean fuck. i don't know how, how deep down the rabbit hole of bullshit do you want to get here there's no way that belt would fit around both of them you know <laughs> it's no like, it's too short of a belt <laughs> And, like, yeah. how how unless she like, wears she fucking a belt that's like, long like, enough to double wrap herself. Like, yeah. 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 How crazy is yeah. she? Well, she us the not... shops at Big and Tall. <laughs>
2: <laughs> let's not forget that if you ever need a, a like really killer Maltov cocktail made, you have Christine make it for you because that thing blew up that entire convent. <laughs> fucking old thing.
0: And some. <laughs> like, I <Yes>. just. <laughs> Came out with fucking pipelines and shit like that. It's like, how much TNT did you stuff in that fucking one bottle? oh shit, it's the same Jack Daniels bottle. She just taped it back together. I'll... Yeah, and, and, and
2: this movie keeps being kind of kind of poorly made even throughout all this, but it becomes like, so much fun that I forget that it's poorly. Like, because even during the big explosion when uh, I feel like there was the editing in that sequence was weird because it almost looked like all the characters got blown up and then like five shots later, you uh, five cuts later, you all of a sudden see the other people escaping and it's like, oh, well, you probably should have cut that in like, right as things were blowing up so you know it didn't but yeah anyway these are little gripes that there doesn't gripes, really but... matter because it's generally the if this whole movie would have been as good as the third act my grade would be higher my grade's still going to be okay but it's it would definitely be a lot higher than uh,
1: well you know. why don't we i mean that we can go ahead and jump into Sure. Final thoughts and grades, if you'd like. Um, I don't go there. Uh, there is nothing too deep philosophically to discuss with this film, so we might as well go right ahead. So So uh, let's go ahead with, and start with you, Eric, since you were already kind of alluding um, to that. Before you know, I jump to grades,
0: sl- sacrificial lamb for this. Yeah. Lamb.
2: <laughs> before I jump to my grade, I do want to mention the wonderful uh, quote-unquote twist ending, and of course, this could just be going back oh. to the Boston Terrier uh, thing, but. Um yeah if you haven't seen it we've spoiled most of it but if maybe you know hit pause definitely now if you intend on watching it because you're gonna uh ruin the quote-unquote twist ending here so uh but um yeah so bruiser the dog survives the explosion and um oh gosh uh clarissa takes the i almost forgot her name um takes the dog home with her and everything. So you get that end of good old 80s, end of 80s horror movie scene where everything looks like it's it's the next day and everything's okay and the sun has come up and she's, I don't know, resting in her room or whatever. And oh Bruiser God. kind of like...
0: Put, I'm sorry, I was up. thinking about that line that <laughs> like, that one woman who's trying to comfort her as she's curled up going like, at least you're going to pass your classes for the semester. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> the weirdest thing. <laughs> like, who's this random middle-aged woman? I mean, and isn't I, she like part of yeah. the sorority house, like mother or whatever and I feel the like they're called? I feel
2: like even the character kind of looks at her like, what? Why? Huh? With cigarette in mouth. I don't understand. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the, uh, basically the twist ending is the evil Boston Terrier. He gets the glowing eyes and uh, I, yeah, I thought it, it, it's, it's really stupid and problem. not even very well executed,
1: but I thought it was funny just based on what it's it was. It's pretty adorable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's pretty adorable, but. Yeah, oh, it, it's like yeah. something out of a Goosebumps episode. It's exactly <laughs> like that. The yes, weird glowing exactly. eyes was yes. exactly it's like the intro, and then he attacks her. And that's not like Goosebumps, where there's blood and everything, but you know, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it, this movie,
2: um, I don't know. I, I I wrote down like like wow, it was it's, it's a gloriously stupid movie, but it um, it's not always amusingly stupid. It's sometimes just stupid, but it has enough yeah. of amusingly stupid that I I found it to be generally enjoyable to watch. Um, it's not a good, a very good screenplay. It doesn't have even an ounce of originality to it. But there's some stuff in it that okay, I'll take that back. I do think the blacklight zombie thing, although totally kind of like a, I feel like it was like maybe a last minute like what are we what are we gonna do here to make these things look cool like ooh, I got an idea black lights but um let's go to my local head shop it it turned out being the the thing that makes this stand out so that'll be the thing that probably sticks in my memory about this movie is that decision so so that works and that's the so i'll I'll throw I'll, i'll walk it back a little bit i won't say not an ounce of originality but the screenplay is not highly original it's derivative of the the movies we we mentioned um however I think it still managed to generally be a pretty entertaining stupid movie. Like this is one of those that it's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna fall just across the line of so bad it's good. It's like it's like so bad it's it's not bad. I don't know. It's not quite one it's of those classics. It's a fucking hard pen. But um, yeah, yeah, generally enjoyable, very B movie. If you're into this kind of thing, it, you should watch it because it's fun enough. Um, it's it's worth the eighty minutes, uh, but grade wise the best i could possibly do on this one is like a c but it's a it's a fun c i think it's i think it's worth it if (laughs) you're into this uh, yeah (laughs) if you're if you're into like stupid you know b horror movies you're gonna get a kick out of this one i think it's it's amusing
0: what do you think ryan uh actually it's gonna uh it's gonna be following in the same lines for me i did not enjoy this movie very much um Mm -hmm. But I did enjoy parts of this movie, so it's kind of like where that line falls. That I too was struggling to figure out, and like, this is not a good movie. And it's just like it when when you said barely skates like so bad it's good. I'm like, yeah, that taste is spot fucking on. Because I couldn't figure <laughs> out because there are some bits to this that are strong, and like the intro, uh, a few gags with the fucking demons like the flashlight one is still the one that sticks out in my head like literally i saw this movie today and like i'm trying to think of what i remember because that has to be the stick out parts that would that would be it in the end i was like just oh my god the fucking like belt firefight the fucking molokov cocktail that's like just loaded <laughs> nuclear like, they fucking a right like it's just like <laughs> well somebody got a fucking like boost like if this was a fucking uh, call of duty game or some shit what do i know i'm old but it's one of those <laughs> things where it's like there are bits in this that easily could have saved this movie if there was even more of them but for me there just wasn't enough of them for me to go like i i i would not see this movie again is how it kind of felt like i got what i got out of it like uh, but there were some nuggets to get out of it so it's not a complete waste and it very much is if you are a person such as your guys' selves who enjoy these, like, trapped-in-a-place-with-so-and-so-possession films. It's worth a try. Um, you probably enjoy it for, for what it is and get a kick out of it. If you're not into that, don't don't really bother mm-hmm. too much. Like, you can just find, I it's think, like a few scenes. Um, like, just watch the intro, really. Um, or watch it with a friend who does enjoy that stuff. I think if you... We're buddied because uh, yep. I enjoyed this conversation about it more than I did like watching it on my own. I will say like I lost the fun. I think this is a community movie. Uh, if I'm going to make that assumption,
1: like you and your wife Joe. Oh yeah, we we were cracking
0: up the whole time. Exactly. This, I think
2: this seems like something Sarah might be Sarah might be into. Yeah. So
0: <clears throat> yeah. So for me, like I said, I did this on my own, and so I didn't. I it was hard to generate some things. So it's a hard one for me. But I will say. C minus, like, C areas, yeah. that, but C minus is how I kind of felt. Uh, but, you know, there's some highlights. like yeah. so glow that's, in the
1: dark. That's one of the reasons <laughs> I, I really pushed for this movie. Well, I didn't have to push too hard, but one of the reasons I was yeah, really excited You were excited very excited. Very because I knew this was going to yeah. be all over the place a little bit more. Like, we've been doing so <laughs> many movies where it's like A or B. Like, ah, let's get some C-level shit in here. And this <laughs> yeah, totally fits. That. Gotta remember, um, it's the junkyard, right? Yeah. So this is a <laughs> forgotten film, and it it's it does really teeter on that line. This is my second time watching it, and I still can't figure out what scenes like. There's some that are definitely homage, and some where I'm like, did you mean that or not? I don't know. But uh, I had a lot of fun with it, and I think you're absolutely right, Ryan. If you if you like these types of horror films, if you like this era of horror if you and i even find most of those like demons mario Bava's film, demons i i find funny evil dead 2 mm-hmm. is funny this is very evil dead 2, I, I love beyond. evil dead 2 evil yeah. dead 2 i think is is like a, a good meeting place for like even if you don't like these films you might like that one um but there were that that whole other subgenre that kind of was inspired by that and this feels like the last one of it but it's self-aware enough where it it you know like for example i saw house of the dead that came out i think after this and that was shit um but this one is is self-aware enough it's it plays the jokes they don't all land but overall it's 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 fun if you're into that and so no it's not for everybody but for those that are that that do like it i'm actually going to give this one a b minus i'm going the higher grade on it just because i think if if you if you <laughs> wanted to do an evening like let's watch a bunch of horror films like with a bunch of friends like a community thing like you said ryan oh yeah this has got to be in there
0: like you get a fucking gr- yeah. group of fuck drunk stoned whatever yeah you're getting some laughs you watch
1: this um you know night of the demons and you Evil know that too and you've got an evening what this
2: really reminded me of that I forgot to bring up um earlier is uh we reviewed a, a movie called The Dead Hate the Living not too long ago mm-hmm. that has a very kind of similar vibe and and, and and I think we ended up kind of landing about the, in the same place on that movie like it has got a lot of good stuff going on in what, it but what not everything works one? perfectly. That the was Dead The Hate Alien the Living. One. Um no, it's like it's a zombie movie but it's about opening a gateway to oh, okay. yeah. Like a, a they're it's a movie-within-a-movie thing. They're making a zombie movie in this old warehouse, but they find this, like, gateway thing and open a gateway to the world of the dead or something, and it's a... Uh, um,
0: yeah, it's, it's a will... pretty cheesy, like, low-budget zombie thing. Yeah. But So, uh, you brought that up. What was the movie that we watched that had the zombies, but it was the alien rain? It was the Australian film? Oh, or New um, Zealand? Oh, uh, Undead. Undead. That movie... I was going to compare this movie to that movie in my review because that movie is the same thing, but better. Like I really enjoyed that movie because mm-hmm. it knew where to go. Cause it went, it upped it in the <laughs> yeah. appropriate mounts. Like it went over the top and yeah. it knew what it was doing and it did, a, it really stuck the land in with how it went forth. This movie I think was less than that. Um, That's fair. That's how I compared them, actually. But I forgot the name of the movie. Yeah,
1: Undead is definitely more of an homage to, like, your classic zombie movies with that weird sci-fi twist. Um, Like, I knew mm -hmm, what made those movies fun. This one really is going after the whole... Like, yeah, Dead, Hate the Living, um, Night of the Demons, Demons, Evil... More those two. Evil Dead 2, yes, in some of the style of the gags, but in the style of the film itself, like, we're in this supposedly haunted thing and we're gonna have a party you know yeah that, that, that <laughs> subgenre um yeah this one it it, it it definitely is a parody the question is how well does it pull it off but uh, and we would love to the hear any of is, our listeners is it a parody yeah and we'd love to hear any of our <laughs> listeners thought on the convent is there anything we've left out or anything that you feel that we need to bring up or something you think we've gotten wrong please feel free to share any of those questions comments criticisms or witticisms with the video junkyard podcast at gmail.com you can also find us on twitter at video junk pod and on facebook the main video junkyard podcast page if you write it we'll read it and we look forward to hearing from you
2: and if you like what you hear we do have a patreon page at uh patreon.com slash video junkyard podcast if you would be so kind to give us a dollar or two a month, uh, you, there are a variety of perks that, uh, you will be able to vote, uh, to help, help us select, uh, movies that we watch on the show, uh, among, uh, many others. There's exclusive content and, uh, et cetera. Go check it out at the, uh, Patreon page. Um, Love to have you as part of the Patreon family. As always, we want to thank our patrons, uh, Scott Stewart and Tony Rodriguez. Thanks, guys, for uh, being part of the Video Junkyard Podcast family. And, um, yeah, whether you're donating it or not, we uh, just want to thank you for being here. And, um, yeah, I hope you'll come back and join us for what's coming up on the show. Uh, next week, we're going to look at one. Um, we're going to go forward from we just did a whole month of audience picks, but I think we're, we're kind of reformatting to the way we'll, we're going to Every month, pick uh, pick a movie each kind of thing, and then um, put make that fourth week an audience pick. So we got kind of a backlog of them now, but always, you know, make sure and uh, get in touch with us and uh, let us know what movies you want to hear about on the podcast, and we'll try to get them on because we're gonna try to get one one audience pick on every month. And this month it's going to be Encino Man, and so that's coming up next week. Uh, take a look at uh first uh, first appearance on the podcast of a paulie shore film which i think is as many 90s movies as we watch it's a, amazing that we've made it to 216 before we see paulie shore but um after that we're going to be looking at dave made a maze be kind rewind the borrowers the quiet earth and etc cetera, etc cetera. we got a lot of good stuff coming up for in the next couple of months and as always yeah send us your picks we want to get your movies on the podcast so.
1: And we want to thank you once again for listening to the Video Junkier podcast and uh, hope you've enjoyed it and will share it around with your friends, family, and enemies. Uh, until next time, I'm Joe Peterson. And I'm Eric Branson. And I'm Ryan St. school
0: saying I don't have an intact tag line. Dealer's choice. If I so much as
1: catch a sin of anybody else in here, I'm going to lock your ass up so tight they're going to have to have a combination to visit your nuts
2: white boy you have been listening to the video junkyard podcast i do wish we could chat longer but i'm having an old friend
0: you just can't let them go go stay on the road of the
2: we want to take this opportunity to thank you for listening to the Video Junkyard Podcast and remind you to find us on social media, on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Video Junkyard Podcast, on Twitter at Video JunkPod, and on Instagram as Video Junkyard Podcast, all one word. Wanna thank you again for listening, and keep digging. Who knows what treasures you'll find in the Video Junkyard.